You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath, where drive time devotion sure jumpstart your day. What we do is take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the chapter, ask God to speak to our hearts. Then we come down to this studio here in the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then talk about wherever God leads us. It's a beautiful Wednesday. We're in the month of February. It's February 2nd, and we're glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us here on Morning Breath. My co-host today is Pastor Brian Moore. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, having me. It's good to be here. Always always good to do the program with you, Brian. Thanks. So what's uh, what's going on? Tell folks how to get involved. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some ways to get on board with this show. We'd love for you to uh, download our East Coast app or go to our website and uh, eccc.us. You can uh, get the podcast there. Um, you can listen to the show really anytime out there you'd like to via podcast, or you can turn in, tune in uh, locally here, WMIE 91.5, and uh, we're excited to have you with us. But the way that you find out what chapter we're going to be in, where we're headed, all that sort of thing, again, is the app. It's a website. And, uh, you know, click on the links there and it'll tell you what chapter. And we want to open up the Word of God on a regular basis. And uh, we read the we read the Word of God before we get to the studio. We read it again uh, once we get here and open it up and just see what God breathes on and uh, share it with you. And we'd love for you to know where we're headed and uh, read the chapter and listen in. And maybe God would speak to you through us. God would speak to, you know, your heart and really encourage you and move you forward. You could also call the church office. Sorry, I forgot that number. 321-452-1060. <laughs> and uh, you could... Call the office and let them know you need either an email or a snail mail on a copy of a devotion guide. We'd love to get you that. Awesome. That'd be great. So uh, there's a one thing going on. I, there's probably a dozen things going on, but one thing we wanted to mention to you folks out there, that there's a leadership training uh, going to begin tomorrow evening, February 3rd, Thursday evening from 7 to 9 at at the Merritt Island campus. It's actually in the avenue, isn't yeah, it? Avenue yeah, Worship Center, I believe. So it's around the corner on Richland. If you know where the main campus is, uh, the, the light right there off the corner, if you go down Richland, you can get there from going into the parking lot in front of the sanctuary on Courtney as well. But we're having a leadership training seminar, and it's going to be an incredible time of growth in leadership. If you ever thought about growing in that area, Want to be a better leader? Want to lead better at home, uh, at school, at work, yeah. wherever you lead? And we all lead somewhere. You got to at least lead your own life. Um, that is the very bare minimum we're all called to do. You can uh, get involved with that, and it is free. Yeah, and it's a great way for you to get introduced to some more uh, leadership skills. Yeah, it uh, leadership changes everything, right? As a leader, as a leader rises, everything rises. And so, if you want to see things changing for the better in your life and around you. Let's go. Let's do it together. One of the challenges I always uh, give to folks is uh, show me something in the Bible that God did without a leader. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I've never had anybody get back with me mm-hmm. with with something God did yeah. without a leader. Now, you might say creation and all that, and I get it. I've heard all that before. But once the world was made and God put man on it and gave us dominion, he then, after that, God keeps his word. Yeah. He does things in partnership with men and women on the earth today. So he finds a leader. And when God finds a leader and sets that leader in place, and it's all God that's doing it, and God gets all the glory and the credit, you know, it's not, you know, it isn't a person doing it, it's God doing it, right. but it is through a person. And so super valuable leadership skills are super valuable. You know, I get to teach a part of that class. Uh, I think it's the the second week, but 
in part of that, I actually talk about, you know, that a great leader is a good follower. And so maybe you don't feel like you're a leader yet. Well, become a better follower and watch what God does in um, putting people behind you that will follow you as well. Yeah, it's so powerful because the truth is there's no power unless you're in submission yep. to authority. And so as we submit ourselves to God, which means you're a good follower, yep. then great things happen. And, and then it goes from there. You submit yourself to a leader that God has set. Yeah. Then great things happen in your life, and you sow that in the world, you'll reap that in your own life. It's good. Anyway, well, let's get into the chapter today. We're in Proverbs chapter 10, and uh, it's uh, 32 verses, so we'll split it right down the middle. I'll read the first 16. You can read the second 16. What translation are you reading from? I got New Living Translation. I got the New King James. All right, I'll get you started. I say unto you, Pastor Dan, read, sir. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is the grief of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish, but he casts away the desire of the wicked. He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a wise son. He who sleeps in harvest is a son who causes shame. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. The wise in heart will receive commands, but a prating fool will fall. He who walks with integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his ways will become known. He who winks with the eye causes trouble, but a prating fool will fall. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding, but a rod is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding. Wise people store up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. The labor of the righteous leads to life, the wages of the wicked to sin. All right, Proverbs 10, verse 17. New Living. People who accept discipline are on the pathway to life, but those who ignore correction will go astray. Hiding hatred makes you a liar. Slandering others makes you a fool. Too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. The words of the godly are like sterling silver. The heart of a fool is worthless. The words of godly encourage many, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense. The blessing of the Lord makes a person rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Doing wrong is fun for a fool, but living wisely brings pleasure to the sensible. The fears of the wicked will be fulfilled. The hopes of the godly will be granted. When the storms of life come, the wicked are whirled away, but the godly have a lasting foundation. Lazy people irritate their employers like vinegar to the teeth or smoke in the eyes. Fear of the Lord lengthens one's life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. The hopes of the godly result in happiness, but the expectation of the wicked come to nothing. The way of the Lord is a stronghold to those with integrity, but it destroys the wicked. The godly will never be disturbed, but the wicked will be removed from the land. The mouth of the godly person gives wise advice, but the tongue that deceives will be cut off. The lips of the godly speak helpful words, but the mouth of the wicked speaks perverse words. Amen. Wow, cool. New Living's uh, very, very descriptive. I like it. Uh, some of it was almost exactly like the New King James. Right. And uh, I think in Proverbs, there's a little bit less room for, you know, yeah. it just, it's, it's a very plain language. I want to go to something right in the very beginning to start with. We don't have to spend our whole program here. But I thought it was interesting, verse 1 
says, A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is a grief of his mother. And so you just think about the different ways that moms and dads, husbands and wives, respond to situations. And I think we can kind of see a little bit there how much more grief a foolish son is to a mom. You know, we've all had our kids maybe make a decision we didn't think was the best one. I mean, that's, you know, how do you learn in life unless you get to make some decisions and sometimes you make a great one, sometimes you don't make such a great one. And and what I've noticed, at least in my our relationship, Carol and ours relationship is, I kind of, it's easy for me to kind of, okay, Lord, thanks. Yeah, pray about it. Thanks for taking care of that. And I cast the care of it over yeah. on the Lord and I move on. Right. And I don't, it it doesn't, seem to have as much effect on me emotionally as it does my wife. And I think that's good for me to know because she needs now. Maybe I don't need to concern myself with the child as much as I need to concern myself with my wife of encouraging her and this, hey, God's got this, man. Child brought up in the way, she'll not depart from that way. Maybe we could learn something as husbands and dads at this case that, hey, you know, maybe this is a chance for you to, yeah, you can cast the care of the child over on the Lord, but maybe it means that you should maybe put a little bit more effort or focus on encouraging your wife in this situation, because it's maybe it's hitting her harder than it's hitting you. Yeah. Maybe you're not even very spiritual, and you don't cast it over on the Lord, and it still doesn't bother you. Right. I get it. As men, we, we kind of car, car what's that word? Compartmentalize. Yep. We kind of can do that and move into that other compartment. We're fine. Women are more looking at a kaleidoscope, you know, of of what's going on in their lives, and which is great in a lot of ways. But I, I, just an encouragement out there: if if you're easily moved past something, but your wife hasn't, well, maybe what you need to do is help her in that process and be an encouragement to her in that process and reminder of God's faithfulness in that process because he will finish what he begins. Yeah, and we're better when we do that for each other, right? Like our, our <laughs> the family dynamic will be better because of our differences. We could actually, you know, complain about our differences and, yeah. you know, be frustrated by the, you know, why is this affecting you so much or why do you feel that way and all the all the why, why, why. Or you can live with your wife with understanding. I, I just as you were sharing that, remind me of the verse in, in First Peter. I looked it up. Mm. First Peter three seven says, "In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wives with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat oh, nice. you, treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered." It's a pretty strong statement to go. Hey, Ooh. let's let's do this together, um, and that we're equal partners, and that yeah, she might be weaker in something, or you might be stronger in something, or vice versa. There's things that I'm weak in, certainly that my wife is stronger in, absolutely, and uh, that we can do this as like co-heirs, that we can do this together. And uh, man, it brings you know brings strength. It's the thing that you actually get to discover, you know, for the rest of your life together in marriage. And uh, I mean, as much as it might be frustrating at times, it's actually you know a blessing to you in you know through those times that you can grow and you can learn some things. So our differences are a blessing. And Absolutely. that's one of the things we got to focus on. Yeah. I, one of the phrases I've heard people say is, why can't you just? Yeah. Well, I will just, uh, there's three three married men in here. I don't know everybody that's listening. I understand. I'll try to be, you know, sensitive to this. Yeah. But uh, guys, are we grateful that our wives are different than us yeah. physically? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I kind, I'm yeah. kind of excited about yeah. that. Well, you know what? It doesn't end there. Yeah. 
they're different on a lot of levels than yeah. us, and every one of those are meant to be a blessing, right. meant to be help fulfill who we are as men. Yeah. And so it's what we're what we want them to do is we want them to be different sexually, but we want them to be just like us logically and yeah. just like us this. And well, I got news for you, you wouldn't do so well if they were, and you need them to be different. Uh, on those other levels, because what they feel very often is powerful. Um, in other words, like here it says grief. That is that is a lot of feeling is involved in that that word there. And I think it's interesting a wise son makes a glad father. Yeah, uh, there could even be pride in there, and we could make some mistakes that way. Oh, look at my boy! You yeah. know, look oh, at yeah. my boy. Yeah, look at your boy. But uh, your mom, the mom may be a little bit more sensitive of something going on in them right. that needs to be ministered to or taken care of as parents. So, That's good. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting as we started out that way. You know, I like to I like down in verse 5, it says, A wise youth uh, harvests in the summer, uh, but one who sleeps during harvest is a disgrace. You know, and I, I just, as I read that, it, it, you know, just, I was asking about the harvest. I'm like, God, when it says it harvests in summer, and I'm not a farmer. I'm not. I've, I've not farmed really anything in my life. I've not been like growing things a lot. Like it's just not been my thing. And um, I just wondered if uh, if there's any space in my life where I'm going, hey, there's a harvest and I'm missing it. Like because mm. I'm sleeping on it. I don't. I don't want to be sleeping in a in a season of harvest that I should be harvesting things. And you know, I'm because I'm I'm bent towards ministry. I'm bent towards you know winning souls and that you know the fields are white for harvest. That you know the the idea that the people are that the fields are always white out there. You know that that we need to be reaching the lost all the time. And I don't want to ever lose, lose sight of that. Um, I don't want to lose sight of that. It is always harvest season in one sense, but there, this is speaking to that. There's a, there's a season of harvest and there's times of harvest. And, um, am I even looking for the harvest all the time? And it just really challenged me to kind of look around a bit. And, um, I don't know that, that stuck out to me. Yeah. You know, I think the dinosaurs, I know there's a lot of, uh, speculation why the dinosaurs disappeared from the earth. Sure. But I can say this for sure. Dinosaurs did not reproduce faster than they were dying. Well, Whatever caused that, cause, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But what I do know is they didn't reproduce faster yeah. than, you know, feral pigs are like almost the number one like pest thing in the United States right now. Well, and the millions and millions and millions of pigs that live in America today they are doing so well because they reproduce so fast. Sure. A female hog can have three litters a year. Wow. And she can have as many as 12 piglets, you know, survive. Wow. Oh, no, she could have 20. Wow. But, you know, they could have 20 or 12 survive. Sometimes it's only two. I get it. But they're reproducing so fast that even if a lot of them are lost or are destroyed, they still keep going at such a great rate and that should say something to us as churches yeah what's going on in our reproductive factor it's one thing to make sure you got a big like front door so yeah. you got lots of people coming to your church but are they just coming from the community and are already christians or yeah. are we actually seeing people from our community being born again yeah. come to know christ yeah. and I, th I think it's a heart thing, and that's so much about what Proverbs is dealing with is the heart of the matter, yeah. and that's the deal with, with the lost, with people who don't have a relationship with Jesus, and do we walk around with a heart for the lost? Do we walk around caring 
and feeling a little bit of what they feel or are we so wrapped up in our Christian culture we don't feel it or see it and I think that's something that it's always good to go back and take a look at the other thing that I think helps is do you have an unsaved friend do you have someone you know that you spend good a lot of us they could be in our own families don't get me wrong but do you have someone you spend time with that you care about that doesn't yet have a relationship with Christ yeah I think that helps you in knowing and feeling some of that stuff going on in the world we live in yeah, I might give away like one of my best tricks, but here it is. And I, I think it's a God trick. I don't think it's mine to give yeah, away. On, but, you know, in the yeah. idea of having, um, you know, relationship with the un, the unsaved, with somebody who doesn't know Jesus out there, you know, I heard I heard a guy years ago um, say, you know, um, win them to you, lead them to Christ, right? And Ed Cole is a yeah. incredible, like, men's ministry yeah. guy, and he was like relational evangelism guy. He said that. And I feel like if I can win somebody to me, then they're going to get a, a bunch of Jesus. But not just from me. Like I think that what I, or what my goal has always been is if I can win someone to me and I can win them to my friends because my godly friends, they need to see that Christianity is normal, that there can be a normal man of God or woman of God, a normal family that does normal things and loves Jesus, that I could win somebody to me and then get them into my circle. Yeah, now yeah, they're surrounded, right? Yeah, and I don't mean surrounded like they're stuck, but I mean they have actually a picture of more than just me and my walk, but they have a picture of other people's normalcy in walking with Jesus and what a disciple of Christ could look like in the culture we live in, the more people that a unbeliever sees that are that that is reachable. I know for me when I came to Christ, I needed to see that somebody like me could live in a way that would honor God and still do the things I do without it being sinful. Right. right like right, so right. I wanted normalcy in the sense of I wanted to be around some people who were like me but yet love Jesus and could change my habits, change yeah. the brokenness in me, right? And I didn't have to give up all of me, quote unquote, like in my personality and my interests and my hobbies and my stuff but I wanted to give up the sin, right? And so Absolutely. getting people into relationship to go, hey, come here, let's hang out, and then get them circled by some other believers. Now now we're winning. And the, the likelihood of them you know, making a decision for Christ, I feel like goes way up. But again, it's God who brings the increase. It's not me. I just water and I, you know, I plant seed, yeah, and absolutely. he's the one who brings the increase. So you gave away one of your tricks, which yeah. you actually plagiarized, plagiarized yeah. from Ed Cole. I stole somebody else's yeah, I trick. I love it. Yeah. And that we better be stealing everything we can steal yeah. in that area. That's yeah. legal stealing yeah. right there. Yeah. And so you could still steal Oh yeah. as long as you're stealing this kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's really a good encouragement, Pastor Brian, because uh, when you think about my, uh, my, when I think about my perception of Christianity yeah. before I got saved. Oh, yeah was so whacked out and so wrong and broken. I thought it was somebody that, you know, and this is not a negative because people do this now, but it was when I was, I was kind of a free spirit hippie kind of guy when I got saved. It's like you had a button up shirt, your top collar was buttoned, you looked like you'd been sucking on lemons and everything was no, don't, you shouldn't, you're wrong, you're bad, you're this. And uh, it was just so life-changing for me to see people who, were happy and yeah. full of joy yeah. and fulfilled yeah. and you know all sorts of great things going on in their life and they were Christians. Yeah. And it wasn't just this thing I thought. And unfortunately, part of what I thought was from looking at Christians. Yeah. And that's where we can really make a difference by not being, you know, this stereotype person <laughs> of Christianity that, you know, has given Christianity a bad name. 
I mean, there's been some people out there that have written books, you know, I love Jesus, but I hate the church or whatever, yeah. stuff like that. And I'm not that guy yeah. because I love the church. Yeah, me too. I'm a church-centered guy. I'm a church guy. Uh, but we've got to be careful we're not giving, you know, the only Christians people see out there are the ones that are mean and noisy. Yeah. There's a verse in 16 farther down. It says, the earnings of the godly enhance their lives, but evil people squander their money on sin. And I needed to see people, like this, just an example, I needed to see people could have money. Because I, I grew up looking at the church as they had to be poor, they had to be this, they had to be that, like oh. you're saying. like yeah. I had a picture that you couldn't actually make any money, you couldn't have a real life, you couldn't have any fun, you couldn't have, and there was just a lot of rules maybe, yeah. is what I understood about walking with Jesus that would make me poor, quote unquote. But this is the earnings of the godly enhance their lives. If God wants to do something, he wants to He wants to you know make rich and add no sorrow. Yeah. So the blessing of God in this the same, you know, the same chapter here, there's a lot of things that this actually empowers us to do as a, as a follower of Christ that actually maybe confirms some things of what is possible as a follower of Christ. And so it just, I, I don't know, I, I like this chapter. There's, there's a lot of things in here that there's good, there's good guidance here about even keeping your mouth shut and you know not, not running your mouth too much. And that gets some Christians in trouble. That could get me in trouble, that I could be saying some dumb things out there that just really you know are hurting my ability to, to reap the harvest as well. And so I just want to be careful in, in how I walk, but at the same time be surrendered in my heart. Oh, absolutely. And if we started talking about what this chapter has to say about the mouth, oh. it is it is very, very fruitful and rich. I will say this about maybe the mouth or the lives of Christians. Negativity came into, when you read your Bible, when I say negativity, uh, I believe that all comes, that negative attitude all comes from the fallen human nature. And so, hey, wait a minute, Pastor Dan, I'm born again. I don't have a fallen human nature. You don't anymore. But the problem is you did have one and you live in a world with a lot of them. And a lot of the world is negative. In fact, just turn on the news. That's what the news is all about. It tells you everything that's wrong in the earth, though they're making a big effort to say, we're here to tell you, you know, the weather and well, watching a hurricane, they'll go focus oh, on the only thing that was fear, damaged. Fear, fear, yeah. And and so there's this negativity thing that comes out. What if we just, as believers, as Christians, what if we just weren't negative? Like I said, the first negative statement in the Bible came when sin came. Yep. It's the woman you gave me. Her fault. She made me do it, Lord. Uh, wait a minute. It keeps us from being who God's called us to be and what if we just worked on that one thing let's say in 2022 i'm going to be less negative i am going to make an effort to speak life over things and people around me i think we go it go a long way hey we're going to take a break we'll be back in just a minute you are listening to the morning breath podcast from east coast christian center we will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us.
Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you here. Uh, it's hard to just move off of this mouth thing when there's so much here. What were you saying during the break, Pastor Brian? You know, uh, verse 14 um, says, Wise people treasure knowledge, but the babbling of fool invites disaster. And I, I really the beginning of that verse, wise people treasure knowledge, like that that speaks to actually maybe investing it or being hungry um, for knowledge. And so I just... I don't know. I don't know what you're listening to or what you're watching or who you're listening to, even in what the maybe the babbling of a fool you might be actually listening to and, and heeding that instead of actually heeding real treasure. And I would just encourage you, obviously, you're listening to a radio show that's open up the Word of God. That's a great step. If you're going to find knowledge, you're going to find any treasure, um, there is great spoils to be found in the Word of God. And I would just encourage you to dig in, go deeper. Let this be the year that you're hungry for the promises of God. It's something that we've been saying a lot here around the East Coast is that, you know, we want to get the promises. Get the promises in you, and I think that that will produce something. And be sensitive to the the babbling of a fool invites disaster. That may not just be you that's babbling. That might be others around you Mm. that are babbling that you're taking in as if it was treasure or as if it was great knowledge. And let's make sure that the right things are our foundation. 
and building on the promises of God. And let's stand on those things. Let's not babble those things. Let's actually quote those things. Let's believe those things. Let's get those things in our heads and our heart this year. And I think it will radically change our futures. Beautiful. You know, verse 31 goes with it. The mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom. Yeah, let's go. But it goes on to say, but the first perverse tongue will be cut out. If you keep talking and talking and talking, it won't be long before someone knows probably that they don't want to be listening to you anymore. Um, Just don't go into something to hear what you've got to say. Stop for a minute and hear what others have to say. It's super powerful and super important. Thanks for being with me today, Brian. God bless you guys out there, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.